So there's a really interesting story that I read when I was about 18 to five years or six years ago now. And it's a sales story. And I learned something from this story and it just came to mind. And I thought I'd record a YouTube video to share it with you as well. Sales is something that a lot of people really struggle with. And getting people over the line and convincing them to buy is something that not many people find easy. Now, you might be in a position right now with your business where you haven't got enough sales calls and that might be your problem. But even if that is the problem and you're not yet to have sales calls, you may solve that thing. And what I'm going to tell you in this video will serve you well. Have you ever had a prospect or someone who wants to buy from you or you thought they did? You've had a prospect before and they seem this close to buying. You have them so on the edge of their chair and they say, well, I'll think about it, send me a payment link, I'll get it paid by the end of the day. And you send them a payment link and um, lo and behold, nothing. And then you follow up and then nothing. I'm gonna share this story with you because it's a pretty good one and it puts sales into a nice perspective and I think you're gonna like it. So you might be wondering who I am and why you should listen to me when it comes to sales advice. Uh, well, my name is Charlie Morgan and I built and scaled two companies seven-figure agency called Northflow Consulting, multi-seven-figure coaching business called Imperium Agency. I've probably done, I think, about 2,300 sales calls in my life. And I'm very fucking good at sales. I can convert really well, and I quite enjoy it. I'm in a position now where I don't take sales calls. I have a team that takes them for me. But the lesson still applies. So I don't know how true this story is, because I tried to verify it online, but I couldn't actually find the verification. But... I think when I tell you it, you'll understand that it's the point of the story that matters, not the actual efficacy of the story itself. So there's this salesperson, right? Um, typical sort of like blue collar sales guy. And he is trying to get a CEO of a large tech firm on the phone. And he's been trying to get this guy's number and get past the, this, this tech firm CEO's gatekeeper for like months. And he, like the company that he's working for says, look, if you get this guy on board, I, we will literally pay you like hundreds of thousands of dollars because this is the company that moves the needle for us and this is the company we want to work with the most. So you're tasked with trying to get this guy. So this guy's obviously making other sales. I'm just going to adjust my camera. He's obviously making other sales, but he really wants this prospect. And every day he's trying to think of angles and trying to think of ways to get this guy just not even to buy, but just to get his phone number in the first place. Because he's good and he knows if he gets his phone number, he can close it. He tries everything. He tries all sorts of strategies. He tries everything from sending flowers to the gatekeeper to get through. Um, I think he remember the story correctly. He also tries like paying for the CEO's dinner at some point. Um, like he found the restaurant and then called the restaurant and said, hey, pay for this thing. But the CEO was just so sort of like, no, not talking to this guy. We've already got a vendor for this product and we don't need to help. And this sales rep was getting frustrated because he was constantly trying everything he could to get on the phone. Then he had an idea. One day he found out what the CEO's car was, right? And the CEO had a driver. And um, he found out that the, the CEO had a, obviously has a car because he has to get to work. And so he found out which car he has. Then what the guy did, the sales rep, and I'm not recommending you do this. It's just an interesting story. One day, he waited for the CEO to finish work and to get into the car and get into the car with the driver. The sales rep got in his car. What he then did is he followed the CEO 
And when the CEO's driver came to a red light and stopped, the sales rep drove into the back of the CEO's car and crashed purposefully. And obviously the CEO was pissed, the driver was pissed, and they got out of the car and they were like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you just crashed into the back of us. And then the guy says, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, I'm really sorry I didn't mean to do that. Um, I've got insurance details. Can I get your number so I can send them over to you? And then he acquired the CEO's number. Now, he knew that like the risk to reward ratio here was insane because his car, like the insurance, would have cost like a couple of thousand probably. But that phone number could have made him like multi six figures. And like this, I don't know how how true this story is. I remember reading it in um, when I first started my first sales job, my first apprenticeship. Before my apprenticeship started, I think I read like 15 books on sales and it was in one of those books, but I can't remember exactly which one. But it, the moral of the story is like, I, I, if I'm not mistaken, the guy actually did go on to close the CEO. So it was a happy ending. Um, the moral of the story is like, how far are you willing to go to actually get someone to work with you? Now, I'm obviously not recommending that you go and crash into people. I don't condone purposeful, like, vehicle damaging right don't do and do that but most people can't even be bothered to do three follow-ups this guy could be bothered to actually crash his car to make the sale because this guy knew like he was like dude uh, if i work with this ceo like not only will i make the money but like i can genuinely change the trajectory of that ceo's life i can like he knew that his product was amazing he had huge conviction and he knew that it was a perfect fit between the company he was representing and the, the company the CEO ran. And he, he wanted to get the sale so bad, not because he wanted the money, but because he wanted to help the CEO so much. And the CEO couldn't see that. All he could see was a pestering sales rep. And so this guy thought, well, if I have to crash my car, so be it. How far are you willing to go to make a sale? Obviously, I'm not even willing to crash my car. I probably wouldn't do it. Maybe, depends on the scenario. But... My point here is most people can't even be bothered to do a few follow-ups. Most people can't be bothered to even sit up straight in their chair when they're doing their sales calls. Most people can't even be bothered to use their hands to communicate. Most people are just lazy and they don't really care. You will close deals when you really, really, really want to. That's what I found in sales. It's like the key is like when you really want to change someone's life and when you really care about the person and realize that what you're selling is within their best interests to buy, when you really recognize that and you see that and you see it as the truth, you will stop at nothing to get them across the line. The, the shit I've done to get people on board for the program that we have, like I haven't obviously crashed my car. I haven't sent like letters or money or anything. But like the lengths I go to on my calls with my conviction and my objection handling. I've been on sales calls before that have lasted for like two and a half hours, three hours. Like I know that if that person buys, their life will be changed. And so I will lock in and I will not take no for an answer. Most people roll over. So when someone says, I want to think about it, they're like, okay, go and think about it. But you're not willing to go very far to make a sale in that case, are you? You're not willing to face some potential conflict or put someone in an uncomfortable position. You need to be, you'll be willing to do those things if you really, really wanted them to buy. How much you want something depends on your reasons for wanting it, in my experience. If you just want to make yourself some money, then you're probably not going to try very hard to close the deal. Because self-gain is a strong motivator, but also like you're going to just not really care as much because it's you and you know 
what you're like and you know what's bad about you and what's good about you and you might not be massively happy with yourself so it kind of psychologically doesn't make sense for you to want the best for yourself so you're not even going to try that's self-sabotage but i've always found that personal gain and personal incentive is not the best driver for a rep what's the best driver for a rep or a salesperson in general is meaningful connection with a prospect whose life you can change and so like all of my sales have been made through my conviction and my conviction is not coming as a result of how good I'm going to feel about making the thousand dollars or ten thousand dollars the conviction is coming from knowing the truth and the truth is that if this person purchases my product their life will not be the same and their life will completely change and all of my sales pitches they kind of I do my sales calls I do my line of questioning I do my discovery and then I switch gears because if I genuinely think I can help the person and change their life I will just feel that emotion because when you can help people, like, you know, kind of like if you see a homeless man and you go and you think, I've got like a spare $5, I can buy him like some lunch. You feel good and you feel like, okay, I've actually made this an impact on this person's life and I've changed their day and you feel pretty good about yourself. That's the energy that I take into my sales calls. If I do a discovery and I look at my product and I actually think to myself for a second, like, if this person purchases this product, will their life change and will they get what they want? If the answer is yes, I will feel, like coming up from my gut, like the emotion, that sort of meaning and connection that I have with the prospect, knowing that I am now responsible for their pain and their problems and giving them the solution they need, I will feel that and that will, that energy and that emotion of genuinely like, holy shit, I can actually help this person. I can actually change their life. That is That then comes through in my verbal dexterity when I'm explaining the pitch. And that's how I close deals. And so like, if you're not willing to have strong conviction, if you're not willing to try and see it like that, then things tend to be difficult for you. Um, but it also feeds into like, what, what lengths are you willing to go to to get people to buy? Now, I don't mean this in terms of offering discounts or doing any shit like that. It's mainly just objection handling. Like, are you willing to sit there in some discomfort for 10 to 15 minutes to convince someone to stay with you? If not, then of course you're not gonna make sales. Like kind of just makes sense that you're not going to get anything if that's how you approach anything. If you really want it, you will try. So you need to try and re-engineer what you want and why you want it. You want the person to buy, not because you want to grow your agency, but because you want to change their life. When you make that transition, it's the most meaningful transition you can make. Your work becomes far more about meaning. It's also kind of like with your service delivery. You don't want to retain clients because you want to make more money from them. You want to retain clients so you can continue to change their lives and improve their lives. And when you do that, the meaning you derive from that is so much more satisfying than the paycheck, I promise you. So I wanted to record this video because I felt like the story was an interesting one to tell and a lot of people need to hear this message. Um, if you did enjoy the video, you can consider subscribing. You can always change your mind and unsubscribe, it is free. Um, you can also comment if you have anything to add and like the video if you liked it. When you like a video and subscribe to a channel, YouTube will show you other things like that channel. So if your current feed is just full of shit and you want value and helpful videos, then this might be useful. You just like the video. Um, if you are struggling to acquire clients as an agency owner, coach or consultant, click the first link in the description. It's a program, it's a sales pitch. No, I'm not gonna try and pretend it's like some sort of free training or free webinar. Just a video of me explaining some results. And um, if you can't get clients, if you're really struggling, we can genuinely solve that problem for you. I don't care if you book a call or not, but for the sake of giving you the option, by all means, give it a go. So that's everything from me. I hope you enjoyed today's video and I will look forward to seeing you in the future. Cheers.